Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything and welcome back to another episode of the Voices from the Shadow Realm podcast. This is episode one and I am so honored to be with the wonderful and talented Daniel J. Edwards. This is a podcast where we look into the voices of the English dub of the Yu-Gi-Oh! animated series, and we just sit down with the people that brought these characters to life and ask them some questions about their experiences and, of course, about their time working on the anime that we all love so much. So, Daniel, uh, I always like to start these episodes. Well, I say I always like to. I will always start these episodes because you're my <laughs> first guest. I'm just letting you kind of introduce yourself. If you could go over, I know it's a pretty long list for you, all of the characters characters that you voice acted throughout the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, everybody. Uh, Daniel J. Edwards. I'm honored to be the first voice actor on this new series. This is really exciting. Uh, yeah, so a uh, little bit about me. I am a musical theater guy. So I came in in New York City. I moved there to do musicals and then I discovered Yu-Gi-Oh! a while ago. So my characters, uh, when I first started, uh, my first character was Scritch the Barian from season three of uh, Zale. I'm saying that right, right? It's Zale, not Zexel, right? Yeah, Zale or Zexel. I'm not too stingy with it. Some people are, but either either one works. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> season three, my first character was Scritch the Barian from Zale. Uh, as well as I was one of the two pilots in the very beginning of that episode. Um, not much to say, but that's one of the characters, I guess, the two first. <laughs> and then moving on to arc five, this is where I had pretty, like, the most versatility in my oh, voice, yeah. which is I'm grateful for. So it started with Dipper Orion. That was my first guy. And then Dennis McField, Trout, Nagi. I wrote these down. <laughs> you got it. There's a uh, lot of them. So it was Dennis McField, Dipper Orion, Trout, Nagi, Sun Shadow, Kevin Ravenwood, um, one of every obelisk force at one point and uh, a lot of other little things. Uh, yeah. The whole obelisk so. force was just Daniel J. Edwards. <laughs> just Daniel J. Edwards and Matt Shipman. It was <laughs> right. Yeah, Matt Shipman too. <laughs> no, it was so much fun. Um, and then DSOD happened, which was great. So I was at Gami, which was, I think that's probably one of the best roles. It's tied with my favorite. Um, Kaiba's guard with a gun. I was that guy who put the gun to Agami. That was pretty fun. And uh, Dark Magician and Gaia Fierce Knight uh, grunts. So I was the grunts of those. I don't think that counts, but... Uh, yeah, listen, you got to give yourself credit where credit's due, man. I think that's fine. It's fair game. Yeah, I was the Dark <laughs> Magician who went... <clears throat> <laughs> that was me. It was awesome. Pretty was big deal thing. in DSOD, the Dark Magician grunt. I, that's a pretty big deal, man. Absolutely. And then Reigns happened. So then I was Gore and then Varus and then the dual MC guy. That weird nasal guy. My, my voice is a little uh, croaky today. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Ridley. I don't know if you remember Ridley. He had green hair. He played a zombie deck. It was in a flashback with Soulburner. Yes. Yes, I do. Yep. Of course. So I was Ridley. And then also small, small characters like the Eagle NPC that was in the beginning of season one uh, and a bunch of Hanoi goons and uh, Gore's AI watch as well. I was that guy. Okay. So you were really into into the Gore there. You had Gore and his AI watch. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, a long list, Daniel, and I'm, I'm super stoked to have you on. And, and again, thank you for taking time to be here. Um, so I got sure. a, a few questions for you and, you know, we'll, we'll see how off the cuff we get, but um, do you have a few written out here? So first question I, I want to ask here, um, just what has your 
overall experience been with the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise? A dream. You know, when I first auditioned for this show, I didn't really know much about it. I just knew that as a kid growing up, I watched it a little bit on Nickelodeon. Um, I think it was on there. So I heard that guy, Dan Green. I thought the two voices were two different characters, so I didn't even put that together growing up. Uh, so working with Yu-Gi-Oh! as a profession was pretty cool, I guess. Um, really cool. The whole experience is really cool. It's just like you get to have a lot of fun and get paid for it. And you get to be a part of an anime. So that's that's my overall feeling with Yu-Gi-Oh. It's helped me, it's helped me understand voice acting too a lot. Cause that was my first gig and getting me into the three beeps, getting me into the the acting cadences that you choose in, you know, voiceover versus theater. Yeah. It evolved me. It changed me. I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh man now. You know what I mean? That's yeah. once you're a Yu-Gi-Oh man, there's no going back. <laughs> that's exactly. what i've learned and i know you mentioned the original series i promise everyone watching if maybe you're not listening to audio um we did not plan to wear the joey wheeler flame swordsman in the my shirt just kind of happened that way but i guess we're we're really in sync in that in that regard yeah. so that's uh that's pretty funny awesome shirt by the way really really yeah, cool thank shirt. you uh you also mentioned dan green who obviously you know the voice of yugi the voice of atem one of the you know, more legendary voices, I'd say, in all of English dubbing, even outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, and you had the privilege of working with him uh, in the Dark Side of Dimensions movie when you voiced Aigami, who was obviously the main villain of that movie. So what was that experience like, just being able to work on that movie, one of, in my opinion, the best Yu-Gi-Oh! movie that we've gotten to date, and being able to work alongside with two veteran voice actors, and I'm sure a lot of veteran voice actors, Dan Green, Eric Stewart, and and so many more. I mean, what was it like working on that movie, being a part of the the, the voicing with all of them? Ah, it was a dream. It was amazing. Well, here's the thing. So I worked in it, and they were in it too. I didn't actually ever get to meet them, and I'm really sad about wow. that. Yeah, it was all separate. So we do, in in this in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, we do everything separately. So there's never two actors at a time in a booth. And I think I recorded second. So I got to hear um I got to hear Eric Stewart's stuff, but I didn't get to hear Dan at all. Um there was a part, there was a small tiny part in my mind that was like, is he gonna do it still? Like I wonder what this movie is gonna entail. But um I'm I'm glad he ended up doing Yugi and stuff. It was really cool to hear. I don't know to hear Eric Stewart, and I always, I always love that guy. So uh, reacting to his acting choices was great. But yeah, I never met them. I'm, I'm hoping to one day. That would be really cool. Yeah, that that's that's super interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people would love to know kind of like that that whole process. So usually with with and maybe it's not even Yu-Gi-Oh dubs. Maybe it's a lot of dubs. And as someone who's not really too familiar with the dubbing side of things, so there's yeah. never any voice actors at least for Yu-Gi-Oh from your experience in at the booth at the same time it's always just kind of a day-by-day -day basis with the different um actors correct yes wow that's very interesting um yeah but I, I know you had a lot of fun voicing Aigami I think you did a great job with him and uh um just to even be able to play off of you know Kaiba and Eric Stewart I'm sure was uh was definitely definitely brought the best out of you in that movie because you know you you know you got to be at the top of your game to be matching you know what those two are doing and and you did a fantastic job so um thank you, know, you. yeah of course man that's that's awesome um and another question I wanted to ask we're going to switch over to to Yu-Gi-Oh Vrains here um you had one of the very rare occurrences and I I know for a fact this has happened before but it's very rare where 
two of your characters ended up dueling each other. And that's, of course, towards the end of season one when Varys took on Gore in, I believe that was a two-episode duel near the end of season one. So I have to imagine it's difficult being... I know it's difficult being a voice actor. What are the unique challenges of voicing a of voicing two characters that are dueling each other and what's your approach there do you do one at a time like how do you handle a situation like that i think it's the only time it's ever happened in your career and i know it's it's seldom happened at all throughout Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah for sure um so in terms of uh process uh as i said it's only one actor at a time in there and they only do one character at a time per um session hmm. Uh, unless they, unless you are, I guess, the voice actor of multiple characters like me, they cut the session into slots of now this, this is the amount of time we're going to do this character now, you know? So like, I never did back and forth between Gore and Varys. So that was easy. It was easy to stick to the characters because they only had you do one at a time. Um, the, the hard part was, I guess, in my head, the, the mentality of one, this rarely happens. So to be able to be a voice actor to do this, I, gosh, I hope I don't sound the same as one character to the other. You know, I hope they don't blend together and just sound like Dan. I hope they sound like two different characters. I think that was the biggest challenge in my head was like, please don't, please don't make Varys sound like Gore and Gore like Varys. That would ruin everything. Um, so I think that was the biggest challenge. And technically I have dueled myself before, technically. Um, mm -hmm. So Dennis, technically, with Yugi, or not Yugi, oh my, oh my gosh, Yuya. what's his name? Yuya, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yuya and Dennis, in the very beginning of Dennis's arc, team up together and fight Nagi and Sun, or Nagi and the other guy. And That's I am right. also Nagi. That's right. So, you know, I'll be completely honest. I did not know you were Nagi. I did not know you were Nagi. But even, a lot of people but don't. Even in a situation like that, at least there's a little bit of a buffer, right, with the other characters. Like, that feels a little yeah. different than just one-on-one. -on -one. And I know Playmaker is witnessing that duel between Varys and Gore. But for the most part, it's really just back and forth between the, between your two characters. And I have to imagine, like, that that the fear there of, oh, please don't tell me that I'm, like, blending <laughs> these characters must have been really, really tough. <laughs> well, it was a pressure. Yeah, it was a pressure on the comp like company standards too. You know, it's like the company's giving me this chance to do this, and if I don't sound good, then that's the end of my career. Essentially, you know, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. They're never gonna hire me again. Luckily, I think I pulled it off really well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you you did very good. Um, I was I was gonna follow up and say and ask if you were satisfied with your performance with that duel, but I'm assuming the answer there is yes. I I thought it was very well done. I could tell well, the difference. You between the two characters that's the most important part yeah i think i i think i did a pretty good job i think yeah. uh, there's always room for improvement i already hear a couple things and i'm like oh i should have said it this way i should have done it this way but um yeah for what it was I'm, I'm glad that i got through it and people liked it yeah no that's awesome um and and this might be uh tough for you to pick we've kind of gone over some of the the major characters you played right igami varus gore dennis and arc five i'd say is on there as well um, what do you think, or who do you think, was your favorite character to voice act? I have to imagine every character you voice act, you probably feel like is part of you because they're a reflection of you in a way. At least that's how I'd feel about it. So it's yeah. probably hard to pick. But if you had to pick one, who are you picking? Who is your favorite to play? 
and people aren't gonna like this answer, but it's just, it's in the heyday of my voice acting that I had the most fun, I think, as a voice actor. And this was when Dennis Macfield was happening. It was because mm -hmm. around that time, I was also involved in other shows too. And uh, I had more friends in the, in the vicinity to hang out with. Like we, like, uh, I, I'm sure you, you've heard of the other voice actors like David Arrigo and Eddie Lee and Matt Shipman. And, you know, like we would yeah. get together once a week and play Yu-Gi-Oh! While I was, uh, you know, doing the Dennis character and Matt was, uh, Shay, right? Shay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And Eddie was Moonshadow. And, you know, we, we'd get together and just have fun and be super Yu-Gi-Oh nerds. So I think Dennis was technically my favorite, but if I have to go with most impactful, it would probably be Igami for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, two two good picks, and I think you did a, a really good job there. Um, yeah, and it, it can sometimes go beyond the character, right? It can also be the memories that you created outside or through Yu-Gi-Oh because of a character that you were playing. Um, so would you say that, like, dubbing Arc 5 was just a lot of fun for you because it was, like, maybe the first... It was... I mean, I know you had a couple characters in, in Zexel, but Arc 5 was the first Yu-Gi-Oh, I feel, in your career you voice like a really important character. So would you say Arc 5 maybe just has some of those fond memories for you because you were, um, that was kind of like your first Yu-Gi-Oh where you really had an impact on the story and you got to meet and make some lifelong friendships. Would you say that's fair? 100%. Yeah. Yep. I, and it was the most challenging because it was new. It was like, oh, you're giving me a chance to have an arc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh boy. And he's like from Broadway and he's very, you know, he has a flamboyant personality and that's like one of my, you know, that's, I feel like that's an inner part of me that I learned a lot from just tapping into. Yeah. I would say Dennis for sure was the most eventful in my career and most experienced, but um, yeah, evolution wise, I got me for sure. Yeah. And Dennis, let's not forget, he had a great duel against Shay who was obviously yeah. um, voiced by Matt Shipman, who I know is a friend of yours. So I'm sure that was a cool experience. Did you get to record first in that duel or what did Matt record first? Like, cause I, I, I imagine it's probably tougher to record first, right? Cause you can't play off of lines. I mean, would you say that's fair or maybe for, maybe it doesn't really matter all that much. To me, I think it's easier to go first. Okay. Just just because you get to set the tone and then the person has to follow your tone to make it more make sense in the in the in the arc of the acting. But um yeah, Matt went first both times. So <laughs> but I prefer that because I like Matt's voice. So uh quick story is when I first heard Matt's voice and when we first when I first understood who he was, I was Dipper because my character met him first as Dipper with the three L LDS characters right. fighting him one on three and just hearing him go, it's my turn. I was like, Whoa, this guy's got some meaty, you know, got some meaty pipes. I want to meet this guy. And then we became friends. So, uh, yeah, I will say that Shay obliterating the LDS trio is one of the craziest moments in all of Yu-Gi-Oh and not, it's one of the most overkill moments, but not only that, Matt Shipman did such a good job with that scene. Like, it, it, you yeah. know, when you're watching the original, you can hear the the hatred that Shay has or Shun has in his voice. And then Matt translated that so seamlessly to the English dub. It, it is. Yeah, he, he did a phenomenal job with that character. He really did. Um, and that's one of those standout moments for, for sure. Um, man, that, that's a great scene. Um, so obviously, Dennis, you said your favorite. Um, on the other side of it, not not necessarily your least favorite, has there ever been a Yu-Gi-Oh! character that you felt was difficult 
for you to get into and maybe um, brought some challenges or, or struggles throughout uh, voicing that character? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I would say probably Gore was the hardest. Hmm. Okay. Um, I love him. I, I love that he's an orphan. His character like speaks to me like as a person. But yeah, his vo the voice they chose. So I so for these auditions, they wanted to, someone who sounded sort of like a rock character. So then when I gave them that sound, you know, it was initially my audition for the gore was like, you know, it was more up here. Yeah, I'm going to do this and destroy you. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, can you add like more Macho Man and Hulk Hogan to it? And I was for fun. I was like, I'm not booking this. They're going to pick some, you know, big older guy. Right. You know, this, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I did it and I didn't regret it because even though it was super hard, I was like, yeah, beat that. And then I booked it. And I was like, oh crap, I have to use that voice the whole time. And <laughs> like, he's a major oh, no. character. Like he's not going anywhere. Like he was there from the start to the end. <laughs> I don't think I was even in the running for Gore initially. Um, I think that was more of a last minute thing. They were looking for wow. someone. So I was just very lucky on the, it was in the heat of the moment. It was originally just supposed to be Varys. So yeah, wow. very, very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. I, I never, I never, um, I think you may have told me that story a long time ago, but um, it's cool that you just, with him at least, you were like, ah, I'm not going to get it. I'll goof around with the audition. <laughs> you get that call back and you're like, that's awesome. But now I got to play this character at that level for you know the next 120 episodes so <laughs> okay dylan don't hate me i'm gonna level with you okay i didn't think i was gonna book brains at all really? so all of my auditions were very sorry uh um darren by the way if you're listening to this i really did try my best but i used voices that i thought were more entertaining and fun just for me versus what i thought would best suit the character like for varus um, I was watching the X-Men animated show back, you know, the 96 or 97 animated show. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I love that Wolverine voice. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bub. So basically, that's how I came up with my Varys voice was Wolverine, except my own version of that. That is that's incredible. I mean, I love hearing, you know, behind the scenes stories about, you know, how you came into certain roles. And that's funny. I mean, listen, you didn't think you were going to be on Vrains and you ended up being two of the more important characters in the story, especially in season one, two of the most important for sure. So sometimes sometimes you got to have fun with it. I think, you know, there's a there's a there's a life lesson to be taken from your experience with Vrains. And I think it's. Have fun with things sometimes and things will work out, you know? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another question I have for you, Daniel. Um, obviously, you were not part of the um, the dub team in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, um, so far at least. I think 7s, though, is about to conclude dubbing-wise. Haven't heard anything Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush related. Um, I know you've done some work with Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links um, since Vrains has come to an end. Um, am, yeah. I, am I wrong about that? That's true, right? You're, you've been on some Duel Links um voices oh yeah. yeah 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 which is awesome if the opportunity presented itself um would you come back to Yu-Gi-Oh um a Yu-Gi-Oh animated show yeah 100 that's so I'll do anything you want you know it's like you want me to just be the card flip sound like something <laughs> I'll come back and do that I love I love being a part of the the franchise it's so much fun um if I could have a pick, and then this is, it's not going to happen ever, but like, I would love to be a good guy or a protagonist. 
you know? Like, just to be the one who says the good line instead of, oh, shucks, I lost again. Oh, I'm dead, and I'm a terrible person. You know, like, I would love to be the... <laughs> The one who learns and grows. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, but, yeah. Um, we right. If we look at your character discography, right, Dennis, who ended up being a, a you know a, a plant, he ended up being a, a traitor basically to the Lancers. Yeah. Revolver, we know his story. Gore, you know, Gore or Varus, excuse me, Gore, who then of course ended up um, going kind of crazy in that second season, and then Igami, who is the main villain. So that's a good point. I've never thought about it. You always play kind of that that villainous evil uh character to certain degrees at least so if your your dream role if you could come back for a show you'd love to play con just a good not, maybe not even the protagonist just a good guy yeah or more so uh looking at the new one go rush i want to be that guy the, the dude with the really cool hair dude guy the main guy oh udius yeah I, I don't even know what he would sound like i yeah. don't know but i'll tell I you i fight really hard for him i think you could play a really good udius i i, I really do um, yeah, I, I could definitely see that working. Well, listen, man, I mean, hopefully my fingers, I, 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 can, <laughs> I can speak for a lot of people. I think you've been one of the, um, more, uh, enjoyable voice actors of, of recent memory with Yu-Gi-Oh for sure. Um, Thank you. and so I think a lot of people would love to see you back and, um, I certainly would. And hopefully it happens. Listen, you never know what the, the future holds, but it's good to know that you're open to really anything. Um, if the opportunity comes along. So 100%. that's awesome. I was also Goha 66, that old guy. Oh, I did not like know that. Two episodes. Yeah. I was oh. the old guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I did not know that. All right. I didn't think you had anything um, in seven. So actually, so actually, you've been involved in the last four Yu-Gi-Oh shows in some way. Yeah. yeah, technically. Yeah. And the movie. Yep. You've been involved in the last five pieces of Yu-Gi-Oh animated media. I don't think any, I don't well, know if anyone else can say that. I was Sartorius, too, in uh, Duel Links, GX right? for Duel Links yep. and Mako in the OG. So it's like I'm so, I just need five Ds. Just one character from there. That's and then funny. I have technically attached myself to every series so far. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, maybe um someone in 5Ds, maybe maybe like uh, Zone, if he comes to Duel Links, he'll let you do that robotic voice, you know. And, That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, well, you never know. Super cool. Um, Last question for you, Daniel. Right. Your favorite memory of voice acting for this franchise and your – so that's kind of a two-parter – and your overall thoughts on Yu-Gi-Oh! and its community. Okay, this the latter part of the question is easy. So yeah, I think the 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 community is awesome. I think if you love Yu-Gi-Oh and you would you would fight somebody on Twitter for that no matter what your position is, you're a fan and that that makes me happy to see that you're a fan and you have an opinion about it. Uh it's hard for me to understand the TCG only fans, but uh only fans. But um yeah, no. <laughs> You know, like people like you and people like in the community who love the animation and even just talk about it and their their passion for hoping to see duels and stuff. I love it. It fuels me. It makes me it makes me hopeful for more Yu-Gi-Oh to come and maybe there are more roles to play. I don't know. Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh, right. In and then terms your favorite. Of, right. My favorite memory. Favorite um, memory. Could be a duel. Could be a moment. Could be a backstage convo. Oh, boy. Uh Again, going back to the booking Dennis thing. So, like, uh, when I first, my first big role was Dennis, right? And so, no, that's not my favorite. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my favorite. So, voiceover, all the kids watching and want to do voiceover for a living. Let me tell you, it's really hard when you start out, and sometimes you'll never 
find that groove to be full-time voiceover. So when I was, I auditioned for Igami and then shortly after I realized, you know, I don't have any money. So I need to go <laughs> do the theater thing for a while and make some money and go on tour. And I was really sad because I did the tour of The King and I, but as a very small role and I wasn't looking forward to just doing that and chaining days to make money. Um, but like a month before I left, they had called me and said, you got it, you booked it. You booked the Igami part. And I was like, oh my God. I was screaming because I was on my way to the bank to withdraw like the last bit of my money or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, put all of my stuff in order to go on tour. And so it was just icing on the cake of, hey, we appreciate you. We value your ability to act. Here's the movie, be in the movie and before you go on so you can keep that legacy going while you're on tour. So that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite moment was booking Igami. Um, yeah. for sure. Yeah, now that makes sense. Um, I mean, yeah, can't I can't imagine the the joy, right? Oh, the the struggles just right. leading up to that moment, and that's like the moment where you feel like you get that break and that big breakthrough. Yeah, there's probably no other feeling like it. So. That's awesome. Well, Daniel, I want to thank you. Uh, this has been a, a wonderful interview. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy that I decided to finally kind of pull the the trigger on this this series, um, you know, beyond the voices from the shadow realm. I keep saying the, the name. <laughs> I'll get I'll get the name. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. I mess up the name for the you know crazy eight stream all the time, too. But um, Daniel, any any kind of parting words you want to say to everyone uh, watching or listening at home? Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be a big hit as far as like a new series that Dylan's got going. So check it out and do all that stuff and be good to yourselves and just make sure that you enjoy your lives because you only have one of those. So enjoy your lives. And yeah, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Of course. Of course, man. I mean, you and a lot of other um, people are a big reason that finally inspired me to do this. I'm lucky to call you a friend and uh, you've been a, a great friend and a wonderful uh, person to listen to when watching the English dubs and Duel Links, whatever it may be. So Daniel J. Edwards, everybody, thank you so much for coming on. And to everyone who watched here on YouTube or maybe listened on Spotify or Apple Music, you know, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode one of the Voices from the Shadow Realm podcast. Thank you all so much, and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care, guys. Good night. Bye-bye.